When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. City Drive Time Radio. It's Bienvenidos y Veronica. And we're Treks in the City here to bring you all the hottest takes on the newest episodes. Caliente. El caliente. El más. El más. Rico. Rico, papi. What's up, Veronica? Hola, Alice. ¿Cómo estás? I'm doing great, Veronica. I'm so glad I can understand Spanish, but now speak it back. Qué bueno, porque no voy a hablar en inglés. This is working. This is working, and we're selling. And we're just... We're, we're, we're selling. Not, we're definitely not bailing out of the bit. No, para nada. So, how was your uh, date last night with your... Ay, estuvo tan caliente. Did you guys have sex? Ah, uh, si tuvimos todo el sexo caliente, las oh, nalgas no. arriba, hee-haw, abajo, hee-haw, para adentro, para adentro. Is that a donkey? These people are animals. Is that, that a donkey? It's like a Pinocchio. It's weird that there's a whole subsect Pinocchio. of radio where people fully just lose their minds from 5:30 a.m. to 7:30 a.m. They're like, <laughs> they must go home and just be in a stasis. <laughs> Um, yeah, they gotta they gotta rest Have every feeding bone. Tubes. Every bone they gotta put uh, to rest after <laughs> that. Um, do you not remember Pinocchio? That part where he turns into a donkey. Yes, I do. It I was do. very traumatic, traumatic for me from the beginning. For most of us, yeah, I it was think. like um, wow, the I worst thing that I could have seen as a child. I think I for think a long time. Why? Why is that? Until true the, for me too. the mother of uh, Tiny Foot died. That was another traumatic thing. I what don't is know it? Piecito. Um, the no, dinosaur thing? Littlefoot. <gasps> Littlefoot. Oh, thank you. I haven't been introduced, but I figured I should jump in. Ghost just spoke. Piecito. Sounds like the place is haunted. That's right. It's our Halloween drive time radio where everything's pretty spooky. Uh-oh. We love to introduce our guest. She's the host of a very spooky radio podcast show called Teen Creeps. And I don't know how to pronounce her last name. So I'm gonna have her... que son I don't want to fuck it up, but I'm going to try it. It's Lindsay Katai, guys. Welcome to the show. 
Oh. Yep, that was it. That was it. <laughs> Deeply problematic. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Now, Hi. is it? I want to say Katai, but is it Lindsay or Lindsay? It's Lindsay, okay. and it's Katai. No way. Yeah. I like, fucked in it. You know what? Like Katai says Katai. Yeah. Katai. I like that. Okay. K-tai. That's like the way I can remember. So uh, it's I always a- let people know that like my family pronounces it wrong, so don't worry about it. How do they say? Uh, well, we say K-Tai, but it's supposed to be said Katai. Where is it from? Hungary. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, where it's from, you I guess, think. informs how you would say it. Yep. That's You're like, our yeah. first <laughs> the easiest way to know. <laughs> it's our first Hungarian, the original yes. language, yeah. and then you say uh-huh. it like that. Yeah, okay. Yep. I see. Like Italian last names here, everyone's just wrong. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's really bad. Most last names. Yeah. Everyone's You're just right. wrong. You're right. <laughs> I know. Someone said my last name the, cor- the correct way once, and I was like, I was acting like a fucking idiot she was I like right osorio way. and i was like oh my god because i like don't ever hear it <laughs> yeah you say it the right way but there's like so much whatever. you know what it is it's if you're canadian osorio. the way you say sorry mm-hmm. in canadian like the word sorry because people here probably say osario right oh sorry veronica oh sorry oh osorio osorio <laughs> They're like, oh, sorry. I thought oh, about changing my last wrong? name just so that I don't say, oh, sorry, after my, my name. <laughs> right. Because they have this study about the psychology of things. Like, if you say sorry too much, it actually yeah. affects who you... What if you yeah, change it to not Osario? Like, like Beyonce song. What about... Veronica... Like, hashtag... Sorry. Veronica... No, sorry. No, sorry. Veronica, I sorry, ain't no sorry. Sorry, no sorry. Ain't Veronica, I ain't sorry. <laughs> Pretty cool. From Caracas. Baracara. From Caracas, Venezuela. But uh, in Canada, they say sorry. So if a Canadian pronounced him, they'd be like Veronica Osorio. Osorio. Which is correct. Yeah. Or than the other one, but yeah, probably yeah. not totally correct. Anyway, so you're a K-Tai. 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 Is K-tai. that uh, Hungary? Wow. Yeah, Hungarian. Hungarian father? Yes. Or uh, like, I mean, you're mixed in. Well, I'm a jumble. You're a jumble? It's not, it's not like, uh, like jumble people. just came mm-hmm. from Hungary. It was like... He's part Hungarian. I'm part Hungarian with a bunch of other. It's like I'm European. American. Have you done the answer? <laughs> yeah, American. Yeah. yeah, I'm a mess. Of the, yeah. of the 23 23 and me. I have. You and have? mostly I'm French and German. So why did you do that? <laughs> did you get it because for Because I am gullible and I believe companies when they tell me that things are real. <laughs> We gotta plug that computer straight up, yo. I'm gonna say oh, it yo. like it is. I'm gonna yo, say it for real bad. today. <laughs> We're gonna stick. It. <laughs> We're gonna stick it to the man. And We're say, gonna stick it to the man and say these computers. Computer. They don't run forever on no battery. Computadora. <laughs> uh, um, but like, are you interested in your? Yeah, Alice, you're asking her. Like, this was like a crazy thing she did. I like. <laughs> I, I guess I just don't understand why <laughs> She's anybody like, cares. So you're interested so in yourself and your origins. Why did you origins? do this? I don't get it. You're asking us if it was the weirder thing. The weirder thing is like what, my mom is always like your grandfather who came here from Germany, he was related uh, to a Norwegian family. And I'm like, who gives a shit? Like, I don't um, care at I all. give a shit. I, I did it. Uh, my friend, my friend that, who, who shall remain unnamed, uh, did it. And he was 98% Ashkenazic Jewish. See, I wanted to know shit and like that. And I was like, whoa, yeah. you yeah. cannot marry another person without a genetic code because <laughs> you will have a problem. Some You'll be problem. fucking it up, yeah. Yeah, any kind of pro- I don't know what the problems are, I but guess that's genetically true. just makes sense. I mean, I'd like to know what foods I can eat. Um, I did it. I, I actually discovered a lot about myself. Like, medically? 
Um, no, genetically. Like I had a full 12%. Almost sounds like medically. Uh, genetically. It rhymes with medically. Yeah. You can't uh, adjust the volume at which you hear yourself. Yeah. That's one yeah. weird rule we have. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, you I can't touch did, that button. So. Is the rule number one of this podcast. Sorry. Uh, why we not a sorry. Um, <laughs> people can't see what the fuck we're talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, right. I, realized, I discovered I was 12% Native American. And being from South America, I assume South Native South American, which uh-huh. apparently some people need to hear that distinction to to understand what I'm saying, but it's right. still native from this land right. before Europeans yeah. came. Uh, and then I, I had to ask my grandma, who's who comes from... So, like, one side of my family is Italian and black, so I was like, is it from the black side? Maybe, like, slaves and natives, like, they mixed pretty mm. early on in the mm-hmm. colonization. So my grandma was like, nope. And I was like, <laughs> interesting. I thought it was, like, the slave side, you know, like, yeah. that's where she comes from. Uh, yeah. And then my dad, who's a blonde green-eyed dude but he's venezuelan uh they're mostly like spanish he was born in rome but this the family is like venezuelan from generations and he was like oh yeah we're native and i was like what What? (laughs) you guys okay i'm gonna fuck are you saying there's this story how a whole bunch of uh hispanic people in arizona are just now finding out that they're the like a lot of their genetics are native american and they're like well this changes everything but it like does. I would have uh, assumed that because it's not like yeah. it was such a hard line right back in the day. It's so interesting because um, when you what you see like as Hispanic people, it's just a bunch of races. Yeah, like so like Latin American people are just from a location, but there's like Caucasian, yeah. uh, they're albinos, they're like yeah. red hair, there's like black, yeah. there's yeah. white, there's all kinds of races within l- what Latino is or Latinx. Yeah. Um, so, but I never expected Native Native American seems like so far away because right. there's systematic elimination of the tribes. Right. Uh, but no, turns out like for example, most Mexicans like when they look that the stereotypical Mexican look is either from Mayan or a sec like Aztec. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. a specific, right. literally descendant of of these tribes. Yeah. So see, it's that- weird to be like it's weird to be like <laughs> north native american that's yeah. like shocking but it makes sense too because the border far. has been it's, like yeah it's shocking and it's interesting to me a I'm person who has no relationship genetically to that to, to that history so yeah. i mean because i feel like uh one has not had a chance in their upbringing to hear enough about like marginalized people and um native people and indigenous people yeah. and like the relationship that they had with colonization with the colonization of their ancestors. So mm-hmm. like all that interests me. Um, but like European, like I'm most, I'm, I'm sure that I don't have any of those. I mean, not, not sure, but like my gen- genetic history is pretty much, you know, whatever German, Norwegian. So I'm not interested in it because it doesn't generally well, European. Those countries why, are so boring to me. I, so thought, it's like, who cares? I did it because I frequently get mistaken for another ethnicity uh-huh like, oh which oh one? yeah yeah that makes sense uh mostly mexican mm-hmm. um yeah and armenian mm-hmm. so if well, you're LA. armenian of people, the br- of the brunettes yeah it's you, it's like oh you have brown hair not white <laughs> so right. so i was like oh i would even I dare to say like maybe what Asian, maybe like a quarter or an yeah oh sure sure, sure. Like, yeah. and so i thought it was going to be a whole cool mix and no french and german that's wow. so interesting Bullshit. that would bother me yeah 
See, I guess I would pay for it because it's like you guys said it was interesting. So I want to see why. It does tell you like your uh, your like top health risks that exactly. That's genetic. why I want to know. So like mine is arrhythmia. Like oh Jesus, hard stuff. I'm but um, that's okay. It's better than like it's better <laughs> no, than like definitely not. systematic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, schizophrenia no, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I did a deep dive to figure out because I was reading this book and it's like it. If you have this gene, don't drink coffee. Oh. And I was like, fuck, I drink coffee all the time. Oh, I need shit. to find out if I have that gene. Right. I don't. Mine oh, said good, that I can't process alcohol, but I started, or like my people, you know, we just, they're like, you're 10, time for a beer and a champagne. <laughs> and you're like, okay, cool. So I think it, it's a, also like, yeah. you know, nurture, nature, it does mm -hmm. affect yeah. certain mm -hmm. things. So I, I can't have arrhythmia. I can probably have arrhythmia or heart problems, whether I do, I mean, genetically, but I can also do it because I ate a pint of ice cream and a bunch of cookies, um, right. literally in yeah. less than 24 hours. That literally actually happened. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why I'm rosy cheeked because I had too much sugar. <laughs> I wouldn't have hours. guessed that. No. Uh, well, thank you. Um, oh, I, they you say, don't look like you just had ice cream. Wow. Oh, thank well, you. You're welcome. Oh, do I look? Is it that sad? Uh, <laughs> supposed to look a little better. Um, I think. Uh, I think the. I don't know. It's weird because I did not expect. I thought I knew my genetic. Yeah. Thing. I knew my grandpa's from Italy. He married a black woman. I know they come from a town that used to be like. It used to be like the slave house that turned into a town, and there's a group mm -hmm. of towns like that in Venezuela, and that makes sense. It's you know, from that's our what you do colonization slavery. My great grandpa mm -hmm. was like really dark skin, and Nicole gives me shit because I always mention this, but it's like almost mm -hmm. un unbelievable. Yeah, because it got like I there's so much mix that I don't look like it. Yeah. Um, and then there, my dad's side is just like this white dude, but he's Latino. And then when I got here, everyone's like, you're different. And I was like, but I thought I was like, not like very mixed and it didn't matter like mm -hmm. that. So it was yeah. like race was a discovery for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that was like weird, weird. I, I knew like, or country of origins and styles of cultures, but yeah. not yeah. like racial separation. Yeah. Um, when then, I was studying studying when i was in elementary school <laughs> getting my doctorate um they like everything i guess i went to kind of a progressive school not purposely it was just mm -hmm. the public school that Where was, was in my district yeah. san diego oh wow. yeah i can see um, that san diego was so, like cool right yeah. i was gonna i was gonna ask if you're so from like, san diego what if there was yeah, a test you could take it. to see if you were from san diego <laughs> well, you well san i was diego. born in reno yeah oh okay. i am wearing my san diego zoo sweatshirt see, that does give it away it does dead giveaway. Um, but I was born in Reno, moved to San Diego, uh -huh. and we learned about the missions and Native mm -hmm. American culture and civil rights. And oh, I got to cool. meet like Dorothy Height, who's like this big civil rights leader. She died a couple years Amazing. ago, maybe a oh, year ago. What did she die? Of? Um, old. She okay. died of old. That's Great. good. Good for her. Uh, I think so. Yeah. And and I thought when they were teaching it, I was like, it's cool that it's not like that anymore. <laughs> Like I thought racism was done. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because they sugarcoat it, and they're like, "This right. was an ugly period of exactly. our history." And yeah. now, mm, fine. They right. will make you. They would make you believe that. Too. Yeah. They're like. They're like. And then we uh, abolished slavery. That is. And yeah. now yeah. here we are. Yeah. And then you like go out out of your house, and then there's like a native like family just like begging for money yeah, I, yeah. they like, are taking a look at that in curriculum now how, the, how as they, they should how they whitewash i oh. mean as soon as i got to junior high and high yeah. school then it was like fuck and we read right. howardson's 
people's history of the oh, United States. So my school wasn't. I'm so glad they didn't assign that in my school. I have yet to get through <laughs> it. I'm 36. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to read. Yeah, it's dense. It is. Uh, uh, it's but yeah, not I went fun. to a super diverse <laughs> school, so I was just like, oh, cool how nobody's like that anymore. Yeah, it's very text textbooky. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it depends on where you grow up. I didn't know about this native thing. And I, then I got, I felt very like, um, like, <laughs> who's sorry, my who's throat, throat made a sound. <laughs> okay, so it's usually I me. I took a drink and I was like, mm, mm, it's proud. usually me. So I was like, how did that not come from me? Well, uh, uh, liquid, I, and, sorry, liquid in space. Um, there's, uh, I was like, I could have, I could have, uh, studied this tribe. I could have had yeah, some kind yeah, of yeah. like ritual relationship to them, spiritual healing yeah. connection i could have uh maybe known the ancient ways of this this tribe visited them uh f- owned this thing now or i played have one on tv i have exactly <laughs> i have zero connection to these people and i feel like i can't even like own it because it's just literally just genetic and that actually really sucks because that's that's or that's i feel like it's part of the consequence of what's happened um it's that you do cut it's like it's easier to be like white than native. And at some point that's that kept going through generations. And then I'm just like totally separated from this like style of thing, which by the way, I'm watching one day at a time and it's weird. (laughs) I love that show. It's so freaking amazing. Uh, The grandma is like, they deal with that because South Americans, uh, believe it or not, we're very racist. Sometimes we're mostly like classists. So it's like money or not money, but Mm. also systematically Classism has to do with race. Like you don't see that many like dark yeah. Well, black I watched families. Narcos, so oh. I know about that. Oh, oh really? Because I had watched Narcos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good for you. <laughs> yes. Keep keep at it. Oh, on Netflix. You know, it's There's coming more. back for another season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's not gonna have that main guy. Oh no, no, no. He died. He died. And he was a. Did you know that he was a Brazilian actor? Yeah, it was pretty upsetting to watch as a person who speaks well, Spanish. I bet. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, here I you're hear, going. This guy's British. Because I was like, the fuck is this accent? This is not a. Well, Colombian I wouldn't person. use that language, but I understand completely your sentiment. Oh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, you go on. Um. Anyway, I'm glad you're getting cultured. <laughs> you know, I'm trying. I'm taking a pottery class. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, you know, I started smoking. Mm, what cloves? Oh, well, that seems. I don't barely know. That, seems I like really that does not seem cultural. Well, I go down to the coffee shops on the Lower East Side. Yeah, that's... and I read. You know, <laughs> I read Kerouac. Wait, are you this person in New York? Mm. <laughs> that's right yeah i'm a new yorker born and raised just on the upper west side yeah. oh mm-hmm. wow yeah my family's you know they're all from how the did, upper west side and I grew up, oh well you know we were you know i do i'd come from familial well so it's a bit of an old money um mm-hmm. did you ever get bullied in new york i mean growing up there or? well no you know i I was, we didn't really encourage bullying in my school. It was discouraged. No school There was a sect of mean girls. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen um, Mean Girls? Yeah, Mean, mean girls. girls. I have, yeah. <laughs> That's not based on my experience. Okay. But we did have one of them types. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Every, I think every school kind of you know, does have that. But I said, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's unique to you as you yeah. live it, but it's not a unique But we'd all experience. go out for pizza mm-hmm. afterwards and go to Central Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just go feed the swans. So where's your you accent know? from? 
what <laughs> upper west side girl oh, okay. yeah well i'm walking here you know <laughs> hey i'm walking here can't you hear it i just like something don't add up i'm um, something don't add up speaking of adding up mm-hmm. we're we're up to episode four of season two it is adding up to finally get actually good episode. talk about <laughs> this episode shall we uh <laughs> yes yes let's talk about it 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 um i mean it, i want to ask our guest about me or the other me. <laughs> okay well see i'm, I'm gonna, claiming it i'm gonna go yeah thank you see no you problem. later uh say hi to okay. lori side i sure will gotta go back to new york where i'm from how old are you roughly <laughs> oh she me? left uh, still yeah, yeah. yeah. She's back. okay <laughs> i just gotta go catch my flight okay i'm 19 i like uh, how i gotta uh, look like oh i guess we're asking that question she's now 19 <laughs> no, no, no. alice looked at me like oh uh, how old are you i guess <laughs> i assumed it was for the other lady but um i just got back was there somebody else here yeah yeah mm-hmm. there was a 19 year old okay. new yorker yeah oh boy yeah born yeah. and raised my typical lower east side upper know, west side grew up on the movie you, know? Girls. you were not here um <laughs> yeah i don't know why so i wanted to ask uh about about oh and oh, wait i was gonna say in the one day at a time yeah the the grandma so there's like the three generations. So there's like a Latinx uh, gay teen who's like, well, March, you know, like my, so pronouns, is, my pronouns are like pretty that. much so all she's about. She's the coolest. Uh, and then there's like the <laughs> the person who's like 38, 40, still young, but still like, you know, like basically like the trapped in the two like generations, mm-hmm. not trapped, but yeah, it's that is that person who's like navigating. She's the, amazing. The, she's so good, and she cries every episode. I know, and, I and can't I'm like, and it. I cry every time she cries. I cry too. Uh, and then there's Rita Moreno, who's like the grandma, who's like legend. the old uh, kind of l- legend, literally uh, yeah. the mo- the best firecracker I've ever seen. Uh, and she's like my grandma. She's exactly my really? grandma. It's oh my just God. like it's just like. Uh, she's like, well, Latinos can be black, they can be white, they're even like Asian Latinos. There's like all kinds of Latinos, and she's like, yeah, but mostly white. And then yeah. it's like, <laughs> is that like Latino idea that like in like in Mexican telenovelas you can see the values are like the blonder and and, and green eyed are eyed you are the better for a, a telenovela acting. Uh, and then yeah. you see the actual country and it's like so different. But yeah. they just pick the it's, few that look like that because that's their ideal of beauty. It's mm. fucking bananas that that's just how it is. I know. Everywhere. That's Why how I grew is up. it like that? I don't know. Why? That's how I, I grew up uh, like that. Like the blonde girl in my yeah. high school is like the one person who everyone's like, <gasps> my brother's still like that. He can't help it. He cannot help but like blonde girls. He just like, it's just like hammered in your head that that's like, the, like the Caucasian person is the I, ideal of beauty. And when I first saw the formation video united states don't help by the way no they don't oh they don't they actually because we absorb (laughs) (laughs) but like when i first saw the beyonce formation video i had this like feeling that i'd never experienced before where like looking at hi everybody tim heidecker here with huge news we have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. 
You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. like Beyonce herself and all of the women that she was surrounded by in that video. And I realized like at that moment how it felt for me to be like, oh, this is the coolest, most beautiful person in the world. Like, you know, when you're looking at a magazine cover and you see like, oh, that's the ideal ideal to aspire to. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at these women and going, this is the ideal to aspire to. There is no other Mm -hmm. ideal beyond this that's like you can't possibly be hotter or cooler or whatever. And it's somebody with dark skin that I will never be able to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is an interesting, I've never, and I realized in that moment, oh, I've never experienced this before because through the looking glass, Alice, always I've been white and it's always been this white ideal. And suddenly it was switched and it was like such an incredible moment. And I was like, fucking finally. I'm very proud of you for that moment. I imagine if you grew up and literally everyone that everyone said that they're beautiful, you just like can't make yourself ever look like that. And you're like, but. Yeah, like uh, or like people be like, I I heard a story about. It made me like cry. I was okay. There's a story, but what I'm gonna say is like I was at Target once and I saw this like I saw I I've I've said this before. It's like two little Mexican boys, one Mm -hmm. being like I'm Iron Man, and the other one being like I'm Captain America. And I was like, "Mm." like I bet in school (laughs) if they ever did that, people would be like, no, you don't like you're not like right right. Like sometimes you would. Well, I read that story about someone who's like, I always try to play like this character and all the guys in school be like, uh, you're black. You can't. Right. But you can't be that hero. And they're Ugh. like, but. Mm. <laughs> and that does happen. Like it happens in auditions here as a Hispanic woman. Sometimes yeah, of course. You're like, you're like, I can be that character. I'm that character. And they're like. Mm. And people are just so reticent to the idea of like, like, that's why people. You have an accent. <clears throat> that's why Black Panther is like so important. And I was thinking about that today. These stories are so important. I want and people to think it's so trivial. A little white Latino boys Panther, hopefully please. will want to be Black exactly. Panther. And it's and people think it's so trivial that like oh who cares you know like you know having a actress of color in Star Wars you know people are just like no this is not the way it's supposed to be and it's like not only is it not supposed to be any specific way but it's super damaging to young people who are the people that we're supposed to be taking care of mentally with these stories and these morality tales that we tell these movies are not for adults that can like see beyond you know the representation issue and talk about it and have dialogue these are for kids like we need to give kids representation that that represents well, all types of people back to so that they can have um, an imagination star trek is the saddest example of something i love so much and i ha- i'm represented in no way i'm well, like what i was gonna say is Whoopi goldberg gives star trek as her example of knowing that black people could be on television because of uhura mm-hmm mm-hmm and like actually um i don't remember like so sashir, sashir samita samita my friend sashir <laughs> I don't know how to say her name. Um, my dear friend. Uh? My my friend. We were roommates uh, for a long time. Oh, Sashir, Sashir was the one who like explained to me about Uhura and like how uh, I think it was MLK who was like, please don't quit the show because she was done mm-hmm. with this uh-huh. shit because uh, you don't That's you don't know how much this matters. to have and, Martin. 
<laughs> or maybe it was someone else. I don't know. Like, but, totally but it was like Star Trek. Did it start? I what need to ask start? The Fans are probably listening to this and being like, no, you dummy. It's someone else. <laughs> but hey, this is what we do here. Whatever. I don't know. I actually heard something similar. It was like. Or was it Bill Cosby? <laughs> I doubt it. No, because. But. No, because he, Bill Cosby did have a you moment. You like my Bill with... Cosby? That's my impression. Okay, uh, I do like it. <laughs> you shall I never replace like him. I actually have never seen that like show Kevin in English. Spacey. I've never seen that show in English, and I only basing my impression off of people's impressions. Really? Yeah. There's a there's a uh, Latino uh, Bill Cosby. Well, no, but everything's dubbed. Like Amazing. Alf was like, hola. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's pretty sad. Oh, soy Alf. Yeah. I didn't know until Great. recently that people would like kind of do an impression of the actor they were dubbing it'd be great if they didn't oh, yeah. i had no idea hola oh the soy simpsons elf. are the most different thing ever so it's super normal <laughs> <laughs> hola soy elf what does he eat cats or whatever does he like cats elf in, in yeah, spanish is like hola soy elf it's <laughs> very weird. Oh, intense oh elf <laughs> is sexy should we take a break before we cut into the i would do it elf no, I want to ask, uh, Lindsay. You, so, what's your uh, history with Star Trek and like in uh, TNG specifically? You have, if you have, yeah, them. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Have My you... roommates, um, Bonnie and Daniel, mm-hmm. watched TNG a lot, um, and Currently. so I caught a few episodes. No, um, this was two thousand seven. It's been a while since we lived together. They're married. They moved. Oh. Um, your roommates married each other? Yeah. They started fucking in no, their were truckers are wont to do. You, you are the give roommate you some of backgrounds a, of on part, Bonnie and Daniel. Okay, is okay. They started dating when they were 14, so I've only ever known them as a couple. That's such a trucker thing mm-hmm. to do. They're a unit. I'm not kidding. They I know. Just, they're going to have <laughs> kids that are going to go yeah. to conventions with them, and they're all going to yeah, cosplay probably. So are they that kind of people? No. Oh, okay. oh, that's so sad. Well, so I wish that definitely to judge them. Sorry. to them. Okay. I'm sorry. Bonnie I Daniel destroyed that dream. <laughs> and so so okay, they what? would watch TNG and I would catch an episode here and there and really, and I got into it through that. But I then went, because I'm kind of a completist, went back and watched the original series. So that's, I've seen way oh, more. And, wow. and by completist, I mean, I will start at the beginning and then I will give up. So oh, I okay, have good. seen way more of original series than oh TNG. god how far did you get through it all of it <gasps> and i remember Lord. none of it okay good i have a yeah, terrible memory awful. i think that's your brain protecting <laughs> we are you. watching the Maybe original so. series right now for the patreon and it is pure torture i cannot stand because watching discovery and tng at the same time it's such a jarring contrast that would be. and spock saves it for me that's yeah, why me that's why original series is watchable for me spock is amazing but jesus god uh, is everything else the worst. jesus god jesus god, god we believe in you jesus god take us to a higher place uh so uh, that the song that plays on that shock jock radio <laughs> yeah. station yeah. <laughs> i didn't realize that was gonna stop the action so much so uh, and that's place. it. You don't. You didn't rewatch any TNG <laughs> what after that. Mean, really? uh, I have watched some TNG, <laughs> and then I moved on to Voyager, and I've uh, Voyager is my favorite. No DS9. Uh, I watched some of DS9, and I didn't. I don't really like Cisco. Yeah, that's a common thing. And yet, people the, don't like Cisco. the cast is amazing. Whereas, like Voyager cast is crap, but. Mm. Janeway's amazing. He and is Janeway rules. I think actively the worst actor of all of <laughs> Star Trek. He's, like, we have, he's got a lot of gravitas. I think he's still trying sucks. to be the worst actor on purpose. We I have know. a lot of cisco apologists. 
uh i love him a ton of people love ds9 i love ds9 people yeah. love ds9 but uh people specifically love cisco and they I love write cisco. in about it but a lot of people also agree with with I but. love Cisco. He's so bad at acting, but it's just exactly <laughs> what that show needed for some reason. I, I can't explain he is it or his why. All. I know, and it's like it's just like that's what you imagine. Like when you see someone, if if suddenly someone from the nineteen, uh, I don't know, eighteen fifty. Uh-huh. materialized here mm-hmm. and you could interact with them i bet that would be fucking weird i bet they'd be like <laughs> we'd be like what are you what's your yeah, speech pattern yeah, what language. are your like emphasis yeah when you like what is this why are, the what words are your movements and gestures and yeah. where you get them from and i feel like they'd probably be like sean hannity <laughs> i you know it's like people so know like angry all the time or something yeah so when you see someone from like the future i feel like it's he's just like odd and in a way that's like mm. so hard to pinpoint, and I like <laughs> his that. His relationship like he's a with his person. son is weird. Really? Well, just his behavior towards his son—not the actual relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like the intensity that he directs at that kid. That's very. Oh, that's true. It's but it's like a an, lot, <laughs> an exemplary black parenting, which is a thing, and that's it's funny. like cute. It's very like <laughs> that's great. It's gonna. Uh, Jake is a good boy, which I love. I love that he's an actually good boy because then he. Uh, Hangs out with Nog, who's the Ferengi Not a good kid. boy. Nog, That's right. Not boy. the opposite Not a of a good boy. boy. Um, There's a lot of good boys on Star Trek. Yeah, Wesley. Alexander sucks. Alexander is Aww, has very more bad honor. Alexander. No, he has no honor. <laughs> he has no But Wesley honor. is... Uh, the prettiest boy who's ever prettiest, lived. prettiest, best boy. And so I was pretty. watching this episode specifically, I and I was thinking like... He's the best boy. Wesley is <laughs> sort of like the boy that Wells for Boys were made for. You know that SNL <laughs> yes. skit? Where it's like these toys are for him. What's it's he like putting he's, in there? An, he's not gay, but he's like just thoughtful, just thoughtful gay enough, sensitive. And he's feminine. He has like yeah. feminine energy. He's allowed to have feelings. Yeah. And in that way, he's like a future person. It's like, oh, if 400 years go by, boys will hopefully be allowed to have feelings to the extent that he can mm-hmm. just be like, uh, I wouldn't want to travel around all the time. Like, I'd miss my friends. <laughs> just saying that to this enterprise. guy. He's like, I'm going to be really open with you right now. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to live like that. Yeah. He's like so thoughtful and cute. I, I've made my choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so well for boys. So in this episode, let's just recap. Um, recap up. The Enterprise... This is the Netflix Season synopsis. two, episode four. The Outrageous Okona. Or the Dissertation of Comedy. The Enterprise <laughs> rescues the captain of a broken down freighter, only to become involved in a dispute between feuding worlds. Um, so we have two very uh, distracting plot lines. They one are of which both distracting. Is a, like... <laughs> One of which They're like, is you, inhabited one, by an episode. You, yeah. another one. The, the first plot <laughs> line involves badly. a sentient puffy shirt who is, I guess, like a space pirate that is really he's horny. He's Captain Mal from Firefly. And for some reason, yes. He's Except like, exactly. he's super jovial. Like Captain he's, Mal wasn't, like, was more serious. He you know? didn't go through a war. Yeah, that's true. But he, so yeah, the, but he is like difference. Captain Mal in the sense that this... Yeah. Ship he has is just like a cargo ship that's like doing deals. He's Mr. Know, leather accessory. Going from planet to planet scavenging. Mr. And leather Except that he's ponytail. by himself all the time, which mm-hmm. is maybe why he's so friendly when he gets on board a ship. He's like so excited to meet a woman. Yeah, and he's, he's super also horny. trolling for tail. 
And for some reason, I was wondering why his ponytail Riker, bothers me. It's a bad ponytail. Okay. Riker's reaction to him is like so different than I would up. have expected. Let's just check in with Okona's. His ship uh, is. Uh, this is. Uh, um, we have a minute one fifty six. How he's introduced right. by Troy, and uh, so I wrote Han Got Solo. It. Han Solo. Troy. His emotions suggest. One fifty six. This is. Oops, we're listening to music at the same time. I thought this was part of the I was episode. Like, I was what? like, amazing. I'm the owner and operator of this craft, go. and since we both know that he's you've listening to that music, it, you know, I'm alone and empty. Here, let me turn that down. <laughs> when they hail him, he's like, hold on a second, let me turn that down. Wait, wait. Mute main viewer. Cancel. His emotions suggest he's mischievous, hot, irreverent, sexy, somewhat brazen. Eighties. The word that seems to best describe him is fuckable. Okay. <laughs> That's such bullshit. Ah, so like, knave, rake, rascal. Shut villain. up, Data. You wow. know what's Jonah. funny Data. that uh, they but there is no malevolence or ill will. He's just sexy. Like they have, they have Troy That's describe not an emotion. him, and then Troy, Troy is <laughs> sitting right there, and then someone from a com is like. We're ready for the beam. And he's like, is that a lady? And yeah. Troy's sitting there. Well, like, we can listen to it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You it's have a pretty amazing. Your guidance system, Captain. Whoa. Since you're able to diagnose my problems, how about helping me fix them? Captain, we can easily repair the type of system. He romance. Uses. I have a bromance, Captain. <laughs> we can accommodate you, Captain. This is the first officer, sir. If you prepare to shut Did down your engines, we can lock on the on tracker. On the shoulders or on the chair? No, it's on the chair. Okay. So, <laughs> you're going to have like, huh? limited access to our ship. Agreed. Data, lock on the tractor beam. Transporter chief, prepare to beam him aboard. Ready on your command, sir. Excuse me, commander. Is that a woman's voice I hear? Troy sitting there like, bitch. Yes. Now please follow Commander Riker's instructions. She was muted. They muted him. But he, she's in the main viewer. Is he seeing? Can't he see the full bridge? Oh, maybe he's he's distracted. He was turned around trying to turn his music off. If you maybe that's who he was talking about. They're like. Uh, uh, we have an idea. We have he's no like, idea. Maybe for he's this like episode, one of those audio. So why don't we make a, a full like dissertation of comedy and parallel to that, nothing to do with it. Um, Han Solo type dude who's like, oh yeah, around. Han Solo. I mean, look at this dude right now. He's I mean, Mal excessive belt. He's like Renaissance Mal instead of Western Mal. He's so yeah. Renfesty right now. I he's mean, like, honestly, all the. Do you all guys the single love leathers, all, all the, the single leathers, leathers, all the single leathers, all the single leathers. Uh oh, uh oh, here's my broken. Engine. I got a ponytail, a little vest. Does he have a ponytail? Do, do, you guys, do you guys know who he is? No. He's the know? Rocketeer. Who did, who did, who did? He's who? The Rocketeer. The 1990s Disney movie. Yeah. It's oh. a superhero movie oh. about a guy in the a 40s who like makes a rocket and then he becomes a superhero. Jennifer Connelly is in it. Timothy Dalton. It's not a very good movie, but I loved it when I was little. I'd be most happy to do the work myself. He's way better in The Rocketeer. So he was going to be famous, but then he It didn't happen. The movie wasn't good. I think it bombed. He Josh Hartnett Or he Josh Hartnett and just decided to take a... terrible choice. The director was like, this character is supposed to be like a sexy dude. Let's introduce him by like showing his butt. <laughs> like when he answers the hail, it's just like it's pure true. Butt. It, that's how they do pure it. Pure butt. That's how they do it. And They're it's like, like 
No we one wants to, to see a male butt unless it's really juicy and a baseball player. And in jeans. Yeah, and or a basketball yeah. player. Or yeah. an actual Ugh. like hot I man. love that you said baseball first because a baseball butt is like... The baseball <clears throat> butt is... I wanted to do it's a late bubble. night show with it a is. section called baseball butts. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I thought that would be... It. I show, think classic I should have a late night show. Have you ever seen my boyfriend's butt? I have not checked really? out your boyfriend. He's a pitcher. It's, oh. oh, those are the best butts. It is a selling point. Do you, do it you, is adorable. Do you hold his butt as you have sex? All the time. That's the only <laughs> way. I didn't actually. Never know. I actually oh, don't even. I don't even know. I don't think so. I can't like put my mind in that. I guess I'm too professional. During I sex? would never be hired to work on the Enterprise in season in the first original series. I'm sure it up like I can't think about sex when I'm on the job. Uh, you don't. Oh, grab, that's what's you, happening. Do you not touch his butt all the time? If sure, I have, do. Yeah, that's sure. what I. That's I'm, what I would do. I'm like constantly him. patting yeah. my boyfriend's. Butt. Always. You have a boyfriend I, who has a butt. I pinch. He's got a pretty good butt. I pat. Yeah. Not a baseball I butt. Spank. But respectable I do all the things. I I like the butt. Yeah, of the, the man. Great. But that one was not. I was like, well, make him like if he was wearing like he if he was dressed like uh, Princess Bride, you know, like little yeah. tight or men in tights. Then I'd be like, yeah, but that wasn't the style at the time. The baggy clothes. He's yeah. like one he's, leather accessory away from that style. That's true. He's like one arch. And so yeah. I want to play this because I love Riker's reaction. Oh, he's tall. I believe that. No, he's just on the May I at least watch? platform. Oh. I can be <laughs> he is Good then. Commander, I leave this in your capable hands. Sir, this is Commander Data. I'm just an acting ensign. Who's well, acting crushing on you right have now. names, don't they? <laughs> don't they? Wesley. Wesley Crusher. Nice to meet you, acting ensign Wesley. Wesley, Wesley crushing on you. <laughs> Cameo Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. Was she Terry Hatcher when she did this? Not yet. Beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> you have the majestic carriage and loveliness that could surely be traced back to the noblest families. Worf so he's like, hitting on Terry Hatcher, and, and Worf, um, Riker, Data, and Wesley are all just standing there smiling. Well, this dude, a stranger... Gets off the transporter platform. A stranger who answered the phone with his butt Walks up to Terry Hatcher and just starts blatantly hitting on her. And they're all just standing there smiling. Like, are we a group of professionals? many ladies before. And it was no more true then than it is now. And she shades him. But all the women have to speak like this, otherwise they get casted in this shit. The attraction that I have for you. That's what I'm gonna do. All my auditions from now on, I'm gonna be like, I am so sorry. Sidebar? That's definitely gonna work. Really? Sadly. I really think so. Just try it for like a month. I wanna go. No, wait, let me wait. uh, Winged winged eyeliner and then I. I'm not. I really Mm -hmm. want you to try it. No, watch this part because I'll let you know how it goes. You have have excellent vision as well as a healthy libido. Why is Riker just like, (laughs) respect? Like, why wouldn't Riker be defending? You know how Riker's super paternalistic about the women on the ship? And every time anybody's like weird towards them, he'll be like, hey, it's weird that suddenly he's like, game, respect, game with this guy. I but don't you absolutely feel absolutely about to use he's that like, phrase? Brother that from another why. mother, like That's immediately. Why. Like, if it's almost as if the <laughs> breakdown for that role was act like Riker, but plus some. Yeah. <laughs> Pump it up a yeah. little bit. Act like if Riker had no restrictions on the way he had to act at but all. But I realized when we were watching that just now, his his whole acting choice was 
I'm going to say every line as if I've just started to chuckle. <laughs> so it goes, Riker? It was nice to meet you. No, uh, uh, the uh, Rocketeer. Captain O'Connor. Uh, okay. I'm going to test that theory. Right he goes like, oh, acting ensigns can still yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that they call out. Now. That's sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> what? Context. It's not part of my programming. Okay, and then Data like, says, this is my Wesley, favorite part. Wesley nods with a smile, and it's like, it's, but it's not about the sex appeal. Mm-mm. It's like he's approving what he just, like, the, his like, his general mm. deal. Yeah. He's like, I approve of your general. Also, like, yeah, he was waiting for the door to close. I know. And the best part is what Data and says after he says that. He's so, like, he comes out of the... Of the um, transporter room and says... Now, that's sex appeal. And then Data... Sexual attraction in this context is not a part of my program. Because <laughs> I'm fucking decent. Like, you don't... <laughs> in this context. He's like, I love how he says, in this context. That's He's like, by the way, I can get it up, and I do. And but I have not at work, fucked. motherfucker. <laughs> I feel like th- that's what... Why doesn't he bring that up? I feel like that should be I, a phrase that they I, teach weird that every man when they go into any company ever He doesn't to bring work. it up because they should he's be like at work all the time. They should <laughs> be like, like trying to not hurt sexually harass people. He's apparently the only species on board any of these but ships. But he's like, ever seen a sexy computer? And Data could have been like, oh, no, no, no. I've fucked before. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah, in this context. Yeah, he would say that too. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh no, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucked a, a number of yeah. and a human uh, woman. Yeah. And yeah. I made her... And she's com- dead now. Cardi put the pussy on offset. However... Cardi also put in, the pussy on data. In this context, I just uh, I don't do that because I'm a professional, and I'm Cardi also... B brain on data. Uh, uh, well, data, he's not a data professional like, though. I, the, every man should be like, in this context, I have no libido, and that should be like a company training, like the video for sexual harassment. Like, there should be just like what. <laughs> Kirk needs to be trained by data. That's true. You could do a sexual harassment seminar just watching an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. You could. And be like, this is how they almost got it, guys. But this yeah. is what the deal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other plot line. Um, are you ready to move so on to the, that plot line? This here? is how they like... Uh, the connective tissue is... It's thin. It's, it's like almost it's, non-existent. It is 3D printed f- test one. So it's like it's when 3D a, printers were yeah, like yeah, yeah, super weird <laughs> <test> <laughs> It's like the first, the first 3D pl- printer barely, barely connected a, these plots. Yeah, barely yeah. a tissue. It's so like because it, is is it the connective is that data's like data trying to figure out why this, this guy's, guy's so charismatic. Funny. Yeah. It's like this guy's, not, guy's quote unquote funny. So he not. doesn't say a single funny so thing. So you check now that's sex appeal. But it's like you can't just that's say not, now and well, that and then funny. something. And then the funny. comedy meter of this episode is um, uh, needs a CPR. Yeah, and it, it does. Electroshock. Mm-hmm. And it has uh, it's dangling. By the a cognitive threat. dissonance between them saying something that is objectively funny like the writer is posing a, j- a certain joke that is objectively funny and then data making an attempt is so stark like they'll say something like data this is funny and they'll say something and then it won't be funny and then data will say something that actually is funny and no one laughs like will like, laughs well no but nobody like later on and when he's trying to make jokes mm-hmm. people won't laugh at that and it's like but that is funny like it you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's so strange here's the scene the showrunner disagree wait wait th- before when this starts oh god I, 
I'm going to make my case, and I think okay. Vivian, you're going to... Do, okay. do you even know what a joke is? We should all is? disagree. I love that line. <laughs> of course I do. It is a witticism, a gag, a bon mot, a fluctuation... Lots of mon him mon. repeating. Look, it's just you and I here. We're Her talking triple we're neck is amazing. Why? Yeah. Because you're a droid, and I'm annoyed. But why? Because that's what I am. Have I said something to offend you? No. Then why are you annoyed? Because you're a droid and I'm annoyed. Sentence doesn't Humanoid. Sense. Yes. You told a joke. Yes. I am not laughing. Yes. I like that. That's funny to me. That I like yeah, that. Because the joke was not funny. Timing no. of things. Of the joke question. was funny. It's you, Data. See, okay. First of all, mm-hmm. can we not all at least agree that pretty much all comedy is somewhat subjective? So you can't just like yeah. laterally say, nope, that was funny. Yeah. It's like, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, dude. I'm going to write it down right now. She's Problem not a one. professional comedian, a, a number mm. one. Problem one with this well, episode. She is. <laughs> well, Skynet isn't. Problem <laughs> one. But that joke isn't. It's like you're a droid and I'm annoyed. That's, That's not sort of like a, joke. a kid because it doesn't mean anything in yeah, the context of how she said it. Yeah, it's sort of like if it's a groaner. If anything, it doesn't even make sense. So to present that sentence. to Data as like this is funny is that inaccurate. Comedy. Yeah, and if you're trying to drain train Data what comedy is and how it how to be funny yeah. and charismatic, it's, that doesn't work. You're not helping. You're the opposite of helping. You're, you're, yeah, you're yeah. actually hurting him yeah. more than you're helping. You're Which is why the shit comedy theaters being like we'll teach you to be funny. It's like. No, yeah. you can't. No. no, and you won't. And, and all you're doing are only funny people monsters. can be trained. Um, <laughs> so they come from the assumption that comedy is not subjective, but something that she's like, no, this objectively yeah, is, is funny. funny, and, and it's this like, isn't. well, then we're all wasting our times with all of these arguments. Right? Exactly. I feel like the showrunner was like, guys, guys, we have a, we have, I have terrible news for all of you. <laughs> we're gonna do a show about comedy. Um, so you know, study up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What no, you can, uh, I don't understand humor. No, and remember, there's no Google yet, so you figure out what jokes <laughs> exactly you're gonna. Oh. And you, uh, I always uh, forget. There's no Google yet. You can't no talk Google to your yet. comedy writer, Jet. Uh, friends, not don't uh-huh. talk to them. Okay, so can't I? But no, I have no, no, but no, no. I, we have so contacts. I have just one contact. I'm a dude anyway. Uh, so just, I'm, the, I'm the. I could only be defined as rogue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's just. Uh, it's a comedy. It's dissertation uh, episode. And, so uh, you were going to say, go ahead. oh, I was going to say comedy. What is funny is subjective, but what's not funny is objective. Maybe. Yeah. 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 None of this is funny. No <laughs> one could deny that. Right. Right. And Except this is- there is I want to say there is one joke that I found hilarious that Data makes on this episode. It's at the end, so we won't do it until the end. But like to me, that ruined the whole plot completely because it was like, but that was funny. And then nobody loves it. OK, I think so, I know. Um, which it's joke. so weird because it, then it's like the meta where are we standing here? There's like seven layers of perspectives it's so and stupid. seven realities. Like, are we in the perspective of the Federation? Are we trying to learn right. about comedy? Right. Are we are we the audience that's going to laugh? What are the actual funny jokes that you're trying to make? And what are the jokes that are failing? Are they actually so, funny? Are we supposed to laugh at the jokes that fail? But like, the, so, um, so it's time for a break. I'm sorry. The to investigate this, they need, they need to go through this course. Yes, the people who true. wrote the episode. <laughs> The exactly, but the way that the the data and Guinan deal with it is that they go to the holodeck because Data is not busy dealing with the absolutely and uh, he's only the second in command. 
uh, yeah, <laughs> he's not busy at all dealing with what's happening um, with the strange prisoner. And one of the most valuable crew members. Uh, so he's dealing with this with Guinan. They go to the holodeck and they're scanning for... That one. RW9-6321. Comedy program. 20th century. Program oh, complete. They should have been like the 20th century. I but I like this one. So hard. Physical humor, cerebral or general raconteur. Three classes. Of all performers available, who is considered funniest? I wonder if century Stan Origa specialized in jokes about quantum mathematics. No. Why not? I want to see that one. That's what I want to see. The, the guy that can't specialized that in yeah. jokes about quantum mathematics. I don't want to see stupid like some shitty uh That's actually maybe the only good joke in this whole episode. <laughs> the showrunners were probably like, um, who let's do quantum. Who wants to do it? No one. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Come on. And all the writers were like, <laughs> yep. Like, I Terrified would love to of... see whoever, whatever comedian that was. Like, just like super specific. <laughs> Who does jokes about quantum? Like, also, it doesn't make any sense because it's like, does the whole universe then know about. Did he just do corporate events? Like, who is this guy? Also, the universe oh, has totally... decided that's the funniest yeah. person who's <laughs> ever existed. Ever. It's amazing. Ever. I cannot. Because he somehow so figured out how to do this. I guess so. Uh, but a uh, table of 10 male writers are not going to come up with the funniest <laughs> jokes in all of human history. Uh, so they go for a break. So oh, I want you guys during this break to just listen to what we have to say, but also think of your funniest quantum physics <laughs> uh, joke that you can possibly come up with. And, and tweet, at, tweet us. at us using the hashtag at Trex universe, uh, like hashtag. funniest joke. No, we should think of we'll think hashtag. about this. No, we have to give them a hashtag so they can do it on the break, right? Well, can't uh, think about it and do it later. At Trex fashion, hashtag funniest quantum. How about uh, funniest nope. ma- f- f- uh, physics? Why can't we think of a hashtag? Because I don't know why the hashtag stupid? has to happen. Because that way we can look up the jokes. Because there'll be hundreds of replies. How about hundreds? Hash- I mean, we'll be drowning about- in replies to this. So how about got- hashtag joke? Because I don't, because that's <laughs> that'll be super easy to find all those gonna, replies. But yeah. it's at the red losing his mind. <laughs> no, because if we, if we just search hashtag no, no, no. joke, it's, it's hashtag joke. Hashtag quantum joke. Hashtag quantum physics joke. Okay, that's the hashtag, hashtag you're gonna use. I'm sorry, we can't think of a more clever. That's so hard. Nobody. Can, we can easily look up how to spell physics. I gotta Google something. Ugh. Okay. Okay. Zero. Well, I it's hard. It for, we'll be back after the break. Let me try to write one. But thank you, really, thank you. Hey, and thank you for bringing me here. What's up? Mr. Comic, I wish to know what is funny. (laughs) That's like the best heckle I've ever heard. (laughs) I had it. it, uh... Mr. Comic, I wish to know what is funny. Because I have yet to see it. (laughs) I'm definitely going to use that. (laughs) I had to. I wrote that down because I was like... Uh, I don't know. Why would this happen? Why would that be a dialogue? I mean, it's like, and why here's it what gotta be Joe Piscopo. Why has it gotta be Joe Piscopo? When he came on screen, I went, no, <laughs> never. And also, like the like, so Guinan is guiding Data to what Data wants is to be able to participate in the like collective 
act of laughter with his peers. So she takes him to a comedy club. No, she which, tells him to find a smarter computer. And then he makes these dumbass choices. And she doesn't help him out of that? No. Because it's like, that doesn't make any sense. Going to a place where a professional comedian's using a stage and an audience mm-hmm. device to create... It's like, that's the most artificial place. Like, you can't... Like, you can't take the stand-up experience into your... Like, that's like a known thing by now well, that the like irony you can't of Whoopi Goldberg sending somebody <laughs> to so learn insane. comedy from Joe Piscopo it's insane is off the charts <laughs> stupid it's off the charts stupid I know that really sucks I want to talk about I'm like yeah that sucks yeah um, anyway I want to talk about this thing we I wrote done. listen I'm gonna say okay where's 806 <laughs> which means that they're like room numbers like uh-huh. Vegas hotels uh, I keep saying about, I don't know, maybe I have to go back to Vegas. I don't know. Uh, so I wrote, weirdest red dress draping. Oh, you want like, minute wait, 806. It's real No, no, weird. it's like the room 806. Uh, it looks like fashion district's wholesale textile store's husband draped some discount fabric on a half mannequin because his wife threatened him with a fifth child. Oh, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Okay. It's when you see... It's Terry you Hatcher. You understand what I said? It seems like... Terry Hatcher's the husband of a wholesale family, wholesale textile New York fashion Mm -hmm. district. Look at that. There it is. Who draped that? It's who put that discount fabric on that woman? It's actually kind of like Alexander Wang. No. Yes, it is. What's weird? It's the worst dress I've seen in all of Star Trek in my entire life. The no shoulders thing is way in right now, which I hate. But the the bunching at her hip is god awful. It's very bad. Oh, there's a thing in front of it. It is the worst dress I've seen. There's ruching at the hip. Well, it's a very lazily. No. It's very no, hastily produced. No, the husband of a woman took the worst discount <laughs> fabric and put draped it on a mannequin angrily. The husband yeah. of a woman? The husband of a woman. The husband of a woman when he's got to make an outfit. Ow! He's not the guy that you want to have a job What? I was uh, in, but the husband these songs of a are woman. too good. The woman was like, if you don't drape that fabric in the tent. And then the man was like, all right, woman. And then he just like, Weird. he just like rumbled up a bunch of fabric on a woman. This is it's, the kind of stuff you don't sorry. get on the other Star Trek podcast. I'm sorry. My mom, my mom, <laughs> my mom makes dresses. Come here. My mom makes like a couture. Oh, Your really? dress, my mom actually makes dresses. She like, her ha- parents are marine with- biologists who also make dress. My mom, that's fashion. very cool. My mom changed so. careers entirely. But my mom, uh, she has her atelier or like Your workshop. Mother of a daughter. Um, <laughs> I'm the mother of a daughter and she's the mother of one. But I have a brother. <laughs> but I also have but a brother. But I have a brother. Um, Lies. She, she, there will be <laughs> like women in my house all day because it's like the seamstresses making the dresses. My mom cuts them and then the, like the clients. So my mom measures them and they'll be yeah. like, I want shoulders like this. And my mom would be like, uh, your shoulders are really broad and you're going to look weird. So oh, we're cool. not going to do that. Um, we can do this or that. And then women would be like, OK, what fabric do I buy? And then they bring it back and my mom would cut it and then mm. measure it. And then my mom would be like, you need to stop Handsome. moving like, she's very like hispanic uh <laughs> like that straightforward and she lives in she's in miami now she makes like wedding dresses she does. um but it would be like Can i see some of the things i she think makes? if she saw this that dress she would uh probably lose her mind she would lose her mind and i understand why because i'm losing my mind right now and i don't even know how to put together I was, i'm losing I was, my mind my mom is a teacher 
Yeah, exactly. See, like you ain't even gotta. <clears throat> I was losing my mind, and my mom has a, a history connection. of mental illness. So that's <laughs> that's good. Good. You know. Oh, I took that on. <laughs> she doesn't, and I laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is objectively funny. No, I. That's a joke. Yeah. Oh my god, it's traumatic. It's traumatic. <clears throat> I want to show you my mom's. Uh, yeah, I want to see, but. uh we have to check back in with uh, the sentient puffy shirt, speaking of fabric drapery, because it turns out that the uh, the pirate guy is a prisoner or like a he's a convict of some kind from these two warring. It's like shitty world princess bride land in space. He's on the run. He's on the run from but he two wasn't a convict. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It wasn't Thank in you jail for fact before. I'm because sorry. we'll just say whatever. I did watch this twice. I oh, watched it did? last week. I was afraid I would you forget it. You should be summarizing. It. Why don't I you summarize this part? <laughs> if you're so, if you think you're so good at watching this, sorry, show, yeah, I'll combative. take over your podcast. <laughs> if you think you're oh, such oh, an expert, coming finally, in, I've been waiting throwing her weight around. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do like when guests summarize the podcast, be- some, especially if they don't watch TNG regularly, because oh, it's great. <laughs> it's fun to. Uh, so why don't you, if you could like recap the part of the plot that you were there coming at him? Who cares? The, Whatever part you this, want. Okay. Out, yeah. T- picking back up where we left off. Okay, with so, the puffy shirt guy. so meanwhile, puffy shirt uh, suddenly getting he's he's getting torn away from yet another lady. Oh, that's true. They bring him yeah, to yeah. the bridge and they're like, hey. Two families want you. This one guy wants you. This other guy wants you. They both want you as a criminal. Mm-hmm. Their well, weapons are fucking They want pathetic. you as criminal. And they want you as a criminal. They want you as a criminal for them. And their weapons are pathetic. So they're they lasers. can't get through. They kept saying. But like, w- yeah, they only got lasers. We're the Enterprise. They can't do any damage. Right. So I don't even know what they're thinking. But this is very annoying. I'm Picard <laughs> and I'm very annoyed by this whole situation. And then Worf calls them a, a, a glorg flag. Lag fly? Gla- flag fly. Flag Leg fly, Glog, lag fly? A glorg fly or yeah, something like well, that. Well, data very helpfully uh, lets us know what yeah. it is. Glorg fly. And they don't let him make the noise that he's going to make. stupid. Although I do. Everybody wants to hear it. Picard is annoyed by everything. Everything data scene. says or he's does. He's annoyed by, yeah, everybody's annoyed by data in this episode. Always. It's very weird. I guess if I'm like justifying what data, he just wants to know why everybody's always annoyed with everything he says all the time. Yeah. Like he's like, I don't seem to have any friends. <laughs> like I can't hang. <laughs> I keep trying. Jordy's the only one that gives me the time of day. Everyone tells me to shut up when I'm in mid-sentence all the time. And I <laughs> guess that's probably rude, like by my calculations. Um, so the the two families are like on split screen, right? And the one family that the people that, well, okay. Let's name the first uh, family. The, uh, the blue. The gray shirts come in and they're like, hey. This is like Jeopardy. You guys have. Perico family. Uh you guys have our dude that we want and he has to come answer for his crimes. And then, and Picard is like, what are the crimes? Because we have him and we want to know what the crimes are if we're going to give them to you. And he's like, you need to know. This is later. But he's like, you want to know what the crimes are? Good. I'll show you what the crimes are. And then his pregnant daughter walks in and she's like, yo. And, and he's like, he dishonored my daughter. He like got her knocked up and then pieced. And then everybody is like, dad, she's like, dad. And everybody on board the Enterprise is like, are you kidding me? Which is cool. Like, I'm I'm glad they weren't all like, yeah, this episode's pretty woke. Yeah. They're all like, we don't do that anymore. (laughs) And then the other people are like, he stole a precious jewel. And they're like, "Uh, did you steal this precious jewel? And he's like, I did not steal it. But I, 
I'm the thing with the pregnancy is between me and her. And they're like, yeah, we get that. But, you know, what do we do? What do we do? Because we yeah. don't really want to be in between these two very annoying only yeah. laser ships. So like my question is, why are there this weird ancient Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, where why are why are there these weird like throwback ships? Well, they say at the beginning of the episode they're like, "Oh, we're in this star system where a humanoid race has populated these planets and they don't <laughs> like each other, but there's a treaty that's sort of working." Ah. And they're just like behind the times and we're very enlightened and Okay. So I really like explaining line about like we're stuck in this morality play. <laughs> All right. Family feud. Oh, I didn't get it. I was like, I guess it's just time for <laughs> the first family. The up Gracers. On the board. Uh, we're going to talk to who's going to come up for this gray shirt family. Oh, Yanar, the pregnant daughter. Hi, Yanar. <laughs> Hi. Uh, are you ready to do play family feud? <laughs> All right. You're going to be facing off with the. Uh, big, uh, the curmudgeonly old jewel high five dude uh, whose like name Mario we haven't Kart. memorized when they're like <laughs> Mario Kart when they're like to go. we'll call him Derek <laughs> hey Derek how's it going banana time hi his name's like Ben almost hey hey Derek, almost how's it going ben. ben almost hey Ben almost <laughs> hi how's it going I'm so glad to be here I want my tool back and I'm re- let's do it. are you Steve Harvey <laughs> I'm not no one all right, I'm, st- You're both. I'm Steve Harvey. I you just got here. introducing it. <laughs> this is, I'm just like a fan in the audience. You like cast super pumped as host. All over the place. I'm like, who? I just yeah. want my jewel back. Could I get it anytime soon? You know, or- let's check the board for can I get my jewel back? I want it anytime. Oh, okay. oh. No. Not up there. Damn it. And meanwhile, we're going to interview a couple of the audience members. Why? Because <laughs> they're so pumped. Okay. Future family. How about you? Feud. You lady. Time is in the hey, audience. I just wonder if time is running out. Why aren't you playing the game? <laughs> oh, well, you know, we're curious about your face. Why are you not on? <laughs> You're curious about my face? Yeah, I'm curious about your face in the audience. Camera gone. Are you supposed to be we playing like, right now? You're uh, dancing around so much. I'm worried about your baby. Oh, I'm sorry. And that's that's time. We're right. going to go ahead and call a winner. It's the daughter. <laughs> the daughter is one. That's not fair. I want my jewel. Oh, my God. Um, I that was so very fun. believable. The bell. most blast ever. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. I, I, uh, 10 out of 10 I, blasts. I think this is why I never got on an improv team. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I changed the game seven times. One. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> I was like, let's change the yeah. game. I don't I was see how that makes it game. worse. Though. It feels like it makes it better. I for feel me. like I would have been the best player on the team. Exactly. It, UCB is all about, not. no, you can't stand you out can't that much. Stand you're out. a woman. <laughs> yep. You're a also, woman. You're, you're not a sexy. fat dude. You're too oh, okay. sexual. You're, not, you're, you're too sexy. Start your own theater where the more game, the better. <laughs> the more amount of games. Yeah, and you pay the performers. Have you guys heard oh, about that? Oh, I was getting in the mix the other day. You were? <laughs> I didn't know about it. And Kevin D. Porter, shout out, pointed it out to me. Do you guys have anything to say about whether or not UCB should pay their performers? UCB should pay their coaches uh, on behalf of their house team members. Yeah, that's why. Oh, that's crazy. So, they okay, don't pay so, their coaches wait, no. so either. For everyone who lives in the middle of the country and not in the two bubbles of LA and New York and shit. does not have to do anything with comedy, um, UCB is a, it's a comedy theater uh, with a technique of Del Close. So it's es like, un teatro de comida. Un teatro de comedia, no comida. <laughs> es un teatro de comida, primeramente. Comedia. Es un poco de comedia. De comedia. 
Um, comedia, comedida. <laughs> food theater. <laughs> it's a food theater, primarily. Invented uh, by comedia James Franco and Seth Rogen. That's a, uh, that's a, kind of like that's how dubbed Alf was. <laughs> like they were like comedy theater and we were like listening to comedia, comida, teatro. Uh, sometimes right. the translations were so bad. <laughs> anyway, um, there, so there's they, this whole debate online about whether or not they should so pay their performers. Improvisers, like if you're in a house team, if you're like an improv or sketch house team, you ha you are required by to stay on the team and perform at UCB. You have to actually uh, rehearse an, an amount of hours uh, a week. Uh, it's like three. And you have to you have to have a coach, a prof like an approved coach to practice with. But UCB you does also not pay. You also sometimes have to rent out your own right, practice, practice space. space. And so UCB doesn't pay uh, for any of that. It is the space. Yeah. It is the amount of hours, and it's the coach. <clears throat> and they don't pay for the coach's fee, so the team has to pay for it. So basically, so it's it, pay to play. It, it's a pay to play. And in and a way, they're means, like, well, we give you stage time in a very prestigious theater, and it's true that casting directors and uh, uh, agents do go, and producers and stuff. And so, who do you think but casting directors and agents so get that's to see? Supposedly, the pay, but. At the same time, what about my day job where I'm like trying to make money and rent? Right. And it's so and by and large, so, casting so directors that is the get to see the people the who are world. on these house teams. And the people who are on these house teams are the people who can afford to pay for classes, uh, coaching and uh, the rental of the space. Which immediately eliminates anyone that is working uh, class that maybe doesn't come from money and has time to like... Uh, coins to wait to like throw at right. a comedy theater yeah. disposable income. I said, went into credit card debt right. and even being able to do that is a privilege yeah, <laughs> they probably exactly. paid at about ten thousand dollars total in my and all the guys and all UCB the guys life. from the old guard uh, of ucb are between like between props wigs uh coaches mm -hmm. uh rental space rental and mm -hmm. classes time missed and time and hours yeah. yeah it's I mean, I'm not saying that they should pay all the performers. I think that is not feasible, but they should at the very least they could pay, pay the coaches and for rehearsal space and for rehearsal space. And they should also uh, give us a fucking breakdown of where the money is going, because the pyramid know, scheme insane. that that theater is, it's like, I think I don't believe that Matt Besser or as a performer, a, I don't want to like, see that. But I like. And rich care. and like skiing every weekend or whatever i definitely don't think that I but think, i also don't think it's managed well enough and yeah. i think that there's money bleeding out of there and there yeah. shouldn't be and the fact is it's a business and there's a lot of money going in we all know it and there's a way to pay for these things and to make them more economically feasible and there definitely could be more diversity scholarships and there aren't and the fact is the improv pays their performers the you know, Virgil pays their performers and it doesn't pay a lot of money. It gives me eight bucks to do 10 minutes at the improv. So that's gas money. But I'm not asking for more because that's like the that's how it works. Yeah. You know, there was a I point in time where like I was on a mod team and I had just gotten to the States and I never worked in my life. So it was a little hard for me to get a job because I it was it was I don't know. I was just moving countries. I And I got yeah. on a team really yeah. quickly, which because <laughs> I. I don't know. You were in I, that like, time. I you're very talented. Um, because uh, you're moderately talented. I really, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was. I mean, in six months, I got on a UCB team, even though I barely knew a lot of words. I was like, "What is caterpillar?" <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, no, it's true. Wait, you you're Letterman, right? <laughs> this is what's happening. Um, no, you, you deserve it, and you deserve every. Right, every, all but I, was, I was adjusting to things and I also did not know I was ADD, which was a major problem. Um, but <laughs> sounds like an excuse, but it actually w was affecting my life. 
because I never lived outside of the umbrella of my family. Uh, and I moved to the States alone. Um, and at the time, it was I, I was drowning. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, at the time, I was like drowning to pay for my, to yeah. stay on a mod team. But like yeah. quitting it would be like crazy. It's yeah. like when people say like SNL is the one job that you don't say no to. Yeah. Um, which <laughs> at some point in my no life, I was like, how... I would have said no. Right. Really? Oh, yeah. After but like I... no matter how much you wouldn't drive with that show. Yeah, you and it's the lowest pay yeah. in all of comedy, I think. Yeah, uh, and also all there's all like comedy and TV. You can't ever sleep. Those guys are not rich. Yeah. They have, and if you don't no like, money. if you're not in Lauren's pocket, then you're like mis- you're treated terribly. Yeah, it's it's, like no thank you. It's a full thing. But, I was on a mod team and a herald team, and yeah. uh, on the mod team, I was uh, not diagnosed as being bipolar yet, and so similar thing where it was like, wow. <laughs> I'm drowning. Yeah, you're like, I don't know how I'm gonna. I, I need to I figure. Can't even keep down a job. Yeah, and a lot of people have very dysfunctional lives. A lot of comedians uh, and people on those teams have very dysfunctional lives. But it's like it's kind of like a weird, crazy gamble where you're like, I'm putting my effort and my time yeah. and my hours here, and it's almost a, 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 like a the amount of hours that you would put into an actual job. Mm-hmm. So it's basically a job, uh, even though yeah. it's not paid. Yeah. So some stand-ups who do get paid for for doing gigs and stuff um start tweeting about it and there was a huge controversy like 2010 there have been about... like three rounds of controversy there have yeah, it there keeps have. coming up and the old guard is like but we were cool in the 90s with it and it's like okay it's guess like... what inflation is a thing and also at that time in the 90s the ucb wasn't a literal pyramid scheme yeah so and they also... hadn't started making cash hand over fist that we don't know where it's going yeah and also people were like it's it's really kind of funny because um because they were like same with diversity and that it sounds unrelated but it's not because people would be like well you know we can't put latinos in like teams or black people in teams or like if if they're not taking the classes and it's like you think a latino from new york is like right putting 500 dollars to take an eight eight classes class where they're gonna go on to do maybe two scenes total yeah, in four in three hours yeah because everyone like it's a 16 person class like Sorry. <laughs> it's my boyfriend. Should we put him on the podcast? Does, doesn't he know we're recording? Oh, Brett wants him. <sighs> I hate men. Hey, <laughs> Brett wants him. Hey, hey we're, we're still recording. You want to say hi? Oh, shit. You're, you're live. Live on the fucking air. You can't swear. Just yeah, he, you can. You, you can. can. You can. <laughs> Come on, pussy fuck, asshole. Wow. All right. Hey, Garrett. How's it going? Are you sick? I don't know. Oh, God. All right, I'll take. I haven't figured it out yet. Really? You gotta laugh. (laughs) All right, I'll call you in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yay! That was Garrett, everybody. (laughs) He might. He might be getting sick because I was sick. Is that uh? Was that a window into your relationship? Sure was. That's how it is. It's weird, awkward. We don't really get each other. Relationships are so boring. The worst. Oh my god. Can I snap back into? Because I do have a heart out. Oh yeah. Um. Wow. I. Guys, this is a treatment you get when you don't pay for a Patreon. 
This is too many good. When you don't pay for all Alice the Alice is so stuff. fucking different when she's on the Patreon. She's like, what can I get you guys? Oh, that's so not that. true. Also, like, mm, my podcast starts at 8.30, so if we could wrap this up. Wow. Wait, let's talk about your podcast. <laughs> that's true. Well, let's we'll talk, talk about this first and then that. No, Sorry, this is my baby. We, we, so we resolved the conflict with the two warring houses. Basically, the, the baby wasn't okana's it was <laughs> this other guy fine whatever and then we go it's back a kid to from the other family we, it's yeah a, it was a baby from another mother dad whatever and then we uh uh we go back to data who's still learning comedy and this is what's weird is that the a plot seems to be about this um this uh fuji guy but it's actually about date like because we cut back to the b plot it seems like this starts to take we over is the more interesting so much more of data so much more of data comedy it's very weird i think they think they had a real zinger here and we see that data oh are you just i'm like I so confused was... right now i thought that was the episode <laughs> computer i was very confused. Confused. Murder i was you. like oh no it's frozen that's how it feels that that la- group laughter that i displayed look so it's the true. dog would play with me this is so data's doing comedy and he's discovered that the audience he fabricated is just laughing at whatever he says and then there was the human cannonball sort of like was hired and fired in the same night alice sort of like a pete holmes audience where it's just like no matter what he does it was triggering this was like it's, weird it's chilling it's so weird. It's very. It was, it's really. It was upsetting. Frightening. And then they disappear. Alice, you, can... you beat Data. Okay. <clears throat> so the other day, I went to the holodeck. Yeah. <laughs> and should I step in? Oh wait, was it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> computer, computer, restart program. Okay. Go ahead. So, I said to my mother, oh, program's glitchy. Okay, well, I haven't said, this is not a good program. Those are the lectures we have, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but this is your idea. (laughs) This bit is your, (laughs) this is your bit idea. Okay, here you go, here you go. No, but... (laughs) I'm filling in. <laughs> I'd love to exit the program. It appears that I'm stuck in some sort of temporal loop. I've already determined the game of this bit is that they're gonna laugh at random intervals. No matter what I say. It's almost as if the person controlling this bit isn't paying attention to what I'm saying. Okay, this is... Did it seem like a nightmare enough that it would represent exactly how that scene was? I was going to say, like, I feel like I came on this podcast and lost my mind and I was going to be living in that moment forever and ever and ever. The audience. It's weird because this is what we do. Like, oh god. We have. La- I, I'm sorry if it was frustrating, but that's exactly how I felt watching that scene. I, I was understand. like, I was losing my mind. No, no, no. I'm now saying anybody... you were doing it perfectly because I, it was. Yeah. It felt like I was only gonna live in that moment right? forever and ever. It was like a comedian's yeah, nightmare. This a nightmare. entire episode. 
It is a comedian's night. I mean, yeah, because yeah. first you have to you, watch you Joe Piscopo. And it is, it's so, and yeah. the jokes are so bad I the mean, whole time. A. Doing physical humor. He's, oh my God. It's like, the, the other thing that bothers me about this premise yes. is that he's studying comedy as, okay, so fine, like. And he's not so at UCB. Aside from the fact <laughs> that he's, he's studying comedy as an art form as opposed to, uh, humor in general in social scenarios well, not a, which is not a totally separate thing not an art form as a technical thing even right yeah he's, he's not, not even studying, studying the comedy. technical profession of, <laughs> of stand-up comedy the mechanics which is, of laughter haha yeah a totally separate thing but like the mechanics of stand-up comedy are mathematical in a certain way and yeah. data's super intense positronic brain could easily understand the mathematics of why one thing is funny over another. He doesn't need to like learn at this super slow pace, like why In this a joke weird premise, ass, like, like like the idea of an anomaly between like why something like the idea of like a misdirection, for instance, is so like would easily it would totally make sense. Like there's no oh, reason no. why he should okay. be this. I'm uh, having flashbacks. It's no reason why it's he like would be Vietnam. this this confused <laughs> by this. But at the end of it all. I'm doing an interview with a couple of Discontinue cut. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we interviewed Jonathan. All right. I'm going to hold your hand okay, while okay. they just listen to this. Hold my online. hand. So sadly, the comedian fades away. Guinan is left with Data in the holodeck alone. I want to let go of your hand. Though. In front of nobody. <laughs> it was a holodeck audience. They were programmed to laugh at everything. Terrifying. Perhaps I should reprogram the audience to display a more accurate response. That cigar Dad, drove me nuts. Let me give you one. <laughs> I didn't know he was being still holding it. Being able to make people laugh Music. or being able to laugh oh, is not the end all and be all of being human. They should no. yes, play this at the end Wait, of UCB classes. there's nothing more <laughs> uniquely human. Oh. And then she just pats him on the arm and they walk out. That's well, how UCB this, teachers should do when you're really bad. <laughs> they should be like, this should not be the end all be all. Let's just I, walk mm-hmm. you. Some some of them did. Kindly walk you out of here. That's what Curtis Gwynn would do when I was taking classes for me. Curtis Gwynn was, was my fucking favorite teacher. Because he would do that. Because he'd, be, he'd like, be like, you don't have That's it. not funny. That's <laughs> not funny. So awesome. You and then, have it. Yeah, he'd be like, you need to stop. And then people <laughs> so people great. would be like, he's somewhere else. And, and I like, would be loving it. No, you're bad. You're bad. You're bad. That's why he's But he says, data says, um, uh, and you're weak. Chad Carter was like that too. Data like says that, that being yeah. sorry, being funny is like uniquely human. It's like one of the only things that's a uniquely human, which makes me uh, furious because <laughs> cats are hilarious. <laughs> and he has a cat. <laughs> Data has oh, a cat, yeah. but also. It's so homo sapien centric. And this is what's so frustrating about the Federation. <gasps> I'm so happy you're like tired that. of this fucking it's show. It's so happy so fucking bullshit. Homo sapien centric. Obsessed with humanity as like this thing where we've seen. Uh, oh my god! We've I'm seen Ferengi make fun of each other. We've seen oh my god, I love Klingons you. laughing all the oh time. My god, yes. There is no reason why he should think that there is literally no proof in this entire show to, to say that. Humor is a uniquely human well, that's like attribute. like all sci-fi stuff is a study of like, like, yeah. humanity. Ooh, humanity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like why don't you want to be uh, Bajoran? Or Glengons are like... Blah, 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 or whatever what Dax is. Or like Dax one of the funniest characters cool. of this oh, yeah. whole show who's who's uh, Troy's mom. Oh, yeah, Luxana. Who is a full Betazoid. Yeah, Not human at all. So, a full Betazoid. So she's like the most <laughs> hilarious person. And she's actually making... 
she's one of the only people that makes uh, Picard laugh. So look, it's like, look what I wrote. Plus, when they the catch, I can't. When they catch Mr. Leatherbands, uh, he they say Mr. Leatherbands. It's, like, it's a, it's a Mr. Leatherbands coming in to give you his Woo! leather hands. Ah, Leatherman. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um. So I said I wrote how offensive. How offensive? Oh, they say like. Uh, it's a ship with a humanoid. And I'm like, how offensive is the term humanoid? Like, if I was a quote-unquote humanoid, I'd be like, I'm not a humanoid. I'm my own thing, and yeah. I just happen to resemble you. Yeah, here is the name of my species. Yeah, it, it We feels, don't say yeah. humanoid. Yeah, it feels like uh, the term Chinaman, or like when people were like, and then two Negroes came by, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, wow, uh, no one, it's before they, it, I feel like humanoid is like right before they found out, like, when people used to say China man and it was like right, right before they found out that that was really not okay right. and it slowly faded like it just dates the show into like it's it's weird that they're doing what they're claiming to be pa- like yeah. past as humanity yeah. but the people writing the show aren't past it so it's that's why it's that interesting conundrum all the time it's, it's that's why this show is so interesting but it sucks because not as, why i feel like as a writer of the show the shouldn't reason. you consistently go beyond that like okay Okay, so we're past... They do sometimes, but they... Past they, the race They thing. sometimes do, and they question it in the plot structure, but they actually... But then they revert to the... In the, like, day-to-day language. They just go back to these, like, um, f- f- sort of... I just... You know, these habits. I kind of want, like, uh, like, Riker to turn and be like, shouldn't we just not say that term humanoid? <laughs> yeah. And then be like... Just like at the beginning of the episode, he's like... Um, he says... Uh, he's like, so we can go back to our normal routine. And he's like, not normal is our routine. Like, he calls out yeah. that. Like, I wish some character at some point would be like, let's, like, that kind of level of awareness. Which sometimes in TOS they do have where they're like, when they interrupt the woman several times, and yeah. it almost feels like, like, they almost are sentient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's almost a, on <laughs> almost purpose. Almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're almost doing it like a woke person, but I they're think not. Like in that context, Riker going, like, or Picard or whoever, saying, oh, they're a humanoid race. It's like, yeah, you might say that before you then find out what their yeah. species is. But because clearly it's they like, know. oh, that's the look. Yeah. Whereas, like, oh, they breathe out and calling and have herself humanoid makes no sense. I know. She would just call herself what she is. She's yes. a being above all, all of She's like a Q that just decides she's, not to be a dick. She's benevolent like, Q. Yeah. yeah. She's like, but they don't, they're not actually immortal. They just live for like a really long time. She's like a tree. Ancient. Uh, like we that. have to go, but I want to just do um, this joke that I thought was actually funny at the end. Was that offensive that I used those two terms? I don't think so. I think no. that's like actually in history. No, because you also, were trying to illustrate a point. And Mrs. Maisel like actually did that because it would have been historically inaccurate if she didn't. Yeah, when she does like that terrible stand. I mean, there was plenty of historically inaccurate like themes in that show, but let's just go ahead and stick <laughs> with it. Oh, that Amazon show. Uh huh. It's really good. <laughs> I just caught Burns it. and Allen. Roxy Theater. So this is him discovering he's made a joke and they laugh. It still works. Then there was the one about the girl in the nudist colony that nothing looked good on. We're ready to get underway, sir. Take my wharf, please. Mm -hmm. No one laughs. I thought that at the end. I thought that was actually funny. When I watched it the second time, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Actually, was that funny? I don't know. Because he is interrupting him. Wharf is like interrupting him, and like we need to do this. He gives a command. And Data goes, take my wharf, please. 
and I it's off of the term take my wife please like if he had said take my wife oh. please he uh, actually made like an, an actual really joke. good but joke but he actually made a really good joke and everybody's like ugh in an improv show that would have killed it also uh, I feel like the people on the bridge would have been like should have been like whoa that was actually kind of like even if they don't laugh they should have been like wow yeah. you thought you made you're doing it wait it's a, it's a, it should have at least rewarded him it's like for, it should have been like a henry bridge, higgins yes, moment where exactly. it's like i think she's got it it's yeah yeah <laughs> a guy in bus he's alive yeah. i feel Still like sitting next if to i him. was in the bridge i would have been like whoa i can't do that yes. i don't know how to do puns like you <laughs> i mean i guess like, up with people just don't think puns are funny but still here's no. here's what i would have done if if he made that joke i would have gone yeah and that's the best. That's, that's, that's all I'm asking for. That's all, response. That's the best I get yeah. sometimes, to be honest. So, so I have a question. Where can we find you since we're wrapping it up? And um, tell us about your podcast. Clearly, your guest just arrived. So we're on the same or network. Co-host. My co-host. Oh, it's I your guess, co-host. Just okay. arrived. Um, yeah, we're on Forever Dog now. We uh, used to be on Feral until. Um, it imploded <laughs> so yeah. we moved to forever dog Hell we're very yeah, you excited did. about it uh, um, oh it's not a, is it not a public information no no no, no. i just figured i wouldn't force that on your <laughs> right, show right where so feral was it dissolved and we are very excited to move to forever feral dog. Is the best. Dissolved because mm-hmm. of uh abuse uh by its boozy. founder against his girlfriends yeah so like a, of the fist fist kind of um, oh, let's I just I think like uh, emotional, a little bit of physical, Your podcast, maybe rape. Though. My podcast wow. is called Teen Creeps. Uh, we uh, dissect the old like 80s and 90s books by like Arl Stein and Christopher Pike and so Lois cool. Duncan and Caroline B. We Cody advertise it on this All show. of the people. I all the time. And, and I... you mentioned Christopher Pike mm-hmm. took the name from... Yeah, Captain he took Pike. the name from the original. Oh my god! Uh, Star from Trek the, from a Enterprise, time. yeah, Captain, who yeah, yeah. then Captain got Pike. repurposed for a different episode. He got repurposed to mm-hmm. Discovery, actually. Discovery, <laughs> also, yeah. Oh yeah, and the movies. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: too He's late. Around. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, we can't wait to. Um, we <gasps> Welcome to our yeah. network. Welcome Thank to our you. network. We our cannot... network is Brett. Our network is, yeah. is Brett Welcome and Juno. Welcome to the Brett work. Uh, the Brett work. <laughs> uh, well, Beep we're, we're going to have your co-host on next week, and we're really excited about that. Yeah. Um, if you have any advice for her, you can say it now to how to how to get through this. That's weird. Oh, um, for her? Just knowing um, her the way you do. <laughs> it sounds like the beginning of a song. Knowing her the way you do. Knowing her the way you do uh i would say just uh if you like shock jock radio then check out treks in the city hell yeah <laughs> that's right and so we're gonna wrap it up uh this has been Lindsay katai y el perro y el perro uh, ra- uh just made my voice super harsh i'm gonna go check in with my boyfriend who has a baseball butt but 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 i'd really like you guys to come see me Culo de burbuja. come see me in tempe arizona at the beginning of march which i can totally plug later <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Is um, that real? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, guys, believe her. <laughs> believe her. Um, it was uh, a pleasure again. Losing to Thank you for having creeps. me. Creeps. Should yep. we find you somewhere? Uh, Should we or not? Twitter, Lindsay Katai. Lindsay Katai on Twitter, baby. On Instagram, Lindsay Katai. 
on Instagram K-A-T-A-I. as well. K-A-T-A-I. Why? <laughs> and please check no, out Teen Creeps. It is a very you. good podcast. They have an amazing dynamic. Um, oh, on which we have modeled our own. <laughs> yeah, we've modeled our own dynamic. You know how you can do that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how you can create a false dynamic? We decided Outside of this, we're very... We, designed, we took a notebook and yeah, like zero point by point, we were oh, like cool. uh, banter, See how timing, they kind of mm-hmm. like back and forth, they share focus. They called us cooked addicts coked up feminists <laughs> oh was yeah that's what it was we got, so that was really fun <laughs> oh yeah that was, and then they gave us three stars why would you uh, uh, wait, what were you wait, wait who what? what we're not gonna do this because we don't want to create trolls remember don't i'm telling myself i'll get this story off the <laughs> telling yourself oh uh, well you <laughs> know get the story off book basically off we're book? against people who give uh, <laughs> and then do an audition people about who it. give less than five stars to any podcast oh, is kind of useless that on our yeah because yeah, yeah. it's like so if you weird. hate it unsubscribe and don't listen yeah why would you go hate oh i can talk about this here i do another podcast a mazel uh, t- uh a marvelous mrs mazel that's not weird for me to hear no that's not weird for me kelly okay, has like right. three different podcasts right, well. i get so, it so <laughs> and there's a woman there's a woman like tweeted at us the other day she's like and we've gotten this criticism before like i hate to be that person but <laughs> everyone I does really wish you were doing this with demi who's the guy he used to do gilmore guys with and i'm like a number B number one, bitch. Like nobody's A Demi is B not reading one, this tweet, bitch. so he can't even hear your cries. Yeah, you're not getting him. into his pants that way. <laughs> and also, you're just hurting bitch. my feelings. Where you oh. could easily just not listen to this podcast. We got a review. I will say it was four stars, but we got a review that was like, "I really enjoy this podcast." Mm-hmm. However, Kate interrupts Kelly all the time, and I don't know how she stands it. <laughs> and I was like, I truly went into a spiral. <laughs> And it haunted my dreams I in a very literal That's way. so amazing. I woke up at 2 a.m. I was like, Kelly, do you hate me? I just had a dream that you were kill- quitting the podcast because you hate me. I'm so sorry I interrupt you all the time. She's I don't like, know I how don't know what you're talking about. So and fuck that guy. Yeah, like. It was insane. Oh, it, was, it was It was so a personal. I, think I don't know. It's, it's the experience of listening to people talk about their personal lives and get really into, you know, you, you're basically hanging out with people but not able to talk. And I think that creates uh, an amount of entitlement. It feels like people yeah. are intimately involved they own your with you. show. Yeah. And so they want All the to. All the sex fans are entitled to talk to me, like, however they And <laughs> You guys, I got to run. <laughs> Cool. Oh my God, <laughs> Alice. All right, and she. Oh, thank oh, you for wait, having there me. There she goes. Oh. She's like, oh, oh wow. no, she's being replaced well, by an Upper I West Side New Yorker. She's a, yeah. Hi guys, is there room for me here at this little show? No, but tell done. us about your family. <laughs> so my mother is. Um, she works. You know, she was part. She was uh, worked at Tiffany's. Okay. okay. I love you guys. <laughs> See you thank guys. you for being here. Forever. <laughs> Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.